0: Hey, there we are, we're ready. <laughs> Whether we like it or yeah. not, L- live Tim from 16 HIM 16 is L- here. <laughs> live, live from HIM
1: 16, Douglas Goldstein, e. Futurist Health Innovation Media. We're in the Conversa booth in the lower level, and the exhibit number is 11334. And I'm here with Dr. Phil Marshall, a leading physician expert in life focused on health and how Great. we're going to make I'll people take it. healthier. And Converse is doing some revolutionary things and here we are uh, talking to you about the digital checkup and other things that Converse is doing to make a difference in my life as it relates to health and the other things that I'm doing to have uh, quality and outcomes and anything that happens to me.
0: Well, we're excited to have you here, um, the Health Innovation Media folks here at the Conversa booth. Um, As you mentioned, we're here um, in the exhibit hall, which is just now opened. It will be open for the next few days um, and we couldn't be more excited to be part of the energy in uh, this exhibit hall and at this conference. I think they said it's it's likely to be one of the largest, if not the largest, HIMS. Um and I'll tell you what, the exhibit hall doesn't uh, disappoint at all. And uh, and we are, are pleased to have upped our game a bit at Conversa um, as making patients an equal partner in their care has become more and more important to providers and health systems and health plans, especially uh, with the move towards value-based care. It's important to know how patients are really doing between visits. And that's what we focus on. And so there's a lot of energy and excitement about what we do and what similar companies are doing and how it complements the other big boys that are upstairs, uh, Epic and Cerner and McKesson and the like. So um, happy to be with you and happy to have you here in our humble abode.
1: I know you're fully integrated to the workflow and the other processes, but what exactly from the person and the patient's point of view is the digital digital checkup?
0: Well, from a patient um, perspective, it's really an extension of the relationship that they already have with their care provider. Um, And so it's simple, digital, automated, but very personalized outreach that is an automated conversation. Um, And when you see it, actually, it is literally a conversation that they're interacting with digitally to ask them how they're doing, whether it's about their diabetes and blood sugar control, it could be if they're a heart failure patient that's just been discharged, it could be um, how they're faring with their breathing, if it's a hip or knee replacement patient that is preparing for or recovering from a joint replacement, um, then uh, we're asking them about their recovery, making sure that they're not having any complications. But from the patient perspective, it's really at the digital extension of that relationship that they already have. From the provider perspective and from the health system perspective, it's actually population health. It's care management, but automated. So I'm looking down the booth, which
1: is uh, much larger than last year. And I've seen a lot of people and other health executives looking at that conversation going on in other parts of the booth. So that's quite exciting. And uh, we're in one-one. 11- 334 on the lower level at the conversa booth. Yeah,
0: that's right. And hopefully a lot of people will will stop by and and say hello. We've got a lot of our team members here. All of our executive team is here um, as well. Um, And so they're likely to run into one of us.
1: Well, and I I know Dr. Danny Sands is here and it's just a great team that you have. But I want to focus in on on how it's really an extension of uh, the doctor's practice and really helps the
0: doctor be more efficient and
1: effective and personal.
0: Well, you know, you may know right now that if a physician and their care team want to know how patients are doing after they've been discharged from the hospital uh, or maybe um, in control of a chronic disease, they have to get on the telephone to call them. And so right now, it's very hit and miss. They're focused on those people that they already know are train wrecks, which means that they're focused only on that 5% of patients that are already known to have a problem. And so. We need to make sure that we help them to reach out to a much broader population of patients to really catch those patients earlier that are starting to have trouble. And it's not by adding more telephone calls. It really has to be done digitally. Reserving the telephone call and the office visit for those people who actually need it. So it helps them be more efficient, more effective in in delivering proactive care.
1: So, you're broadening it to the whole group of people that, that are really what we consider people with multiple conditions, chronic care management, 20-30% maybe of their population. And, and how is it personal in a way that's different from some of the other things we might be seeing around the HIMSS show
0: Well, you know, a lot of people talk about um, personalized communication to the individual. But we're very unique in being able to take all of that clinical history data, a person's comorbidities, their medication history, their lab test result history, their encounter history, and making sure that that conversation is always dynamically shifting based on that information. You're going to say something and ask something different of a person who has diabetes with their high high blood pressure than somebody who has high blood pressure alone. Somebody who's recovering from joint replacement surgery and they happen to have a history of COPD or asthma, you're gonna ask different questions. if the person's had an increase in pain the last couple of times you checked in, you're going to ask them about their pain uh, the fourth time in, whereas you might not ask that with somebody else. So while you might take for granted the idea of a profile, of a longitudinal clinical history and personalizing that experience, it's actually hard to do, and we're very proud to actually be doing that. So so
1: how do you get into the workflow to? help that joint replacement patient that may be a diabetic or suffering from other conditions, how are you integrated to the workflow in a way that's different and smarter uh, with how you're then helping extend that doctor-patient relationship to anywhere the person might be?
0: Well, let me just say first off that um, there are a lot of patient engagement efforts that are really happening over on the side. They're happening in a silo. Um, It just happens. Give them the leaflet. Send them a HealthWise article. It's our belief. It's our firm belief that patient engagement and making patients an equal partner in their care is not possible unless it's a true extension of the clinical and care management workflow. It has to be a part of the way you practice medicine. Right. It can't happen on the side. So what we've done is we've made sure that we're very judicious in reaching out in just the right way, that asks just the right questions, that the care team needs to know the answers to and do the hard work of integrating that back in to the clinical workflow. And we've done it many times now, and I can tell you that there is no substitute for patient engagement and basically relationship management being brought right back into that the core of that relationship.
1: So it, it sounds like you might have a learning engine built into your solution that evolves based on different people.
0: Well, a person's profile is always changing based on their status and their encounters with the healthcare system, and so too does the digital checkup. So you're right about that.
1: That's that's fabulous. Um, so what's down the future, you have more and more health systems jumping on the conversa bandwagon. And uh, what does the product roadmap look, and service roadmap, and life roadmap look going forward?
0: Well, we're, we're proud to be an early standard bearer in this emerging space. Whether you call it patient relationship management, whether you call it patient engagement, whether you call it um, collaborative care management, um, we're really happy to be part of that early set of companies that's really blazing the trail. And uh, and so what does the future hold? The future holds just really proving this out with more providers, more health systems, and more importantly, more patients um, to make sure that everybody understands what we already understand at Conversa. and that is real powerful in understanding how patients are doing between visits.
1: So, that's true
0: personalization because you're establishing a
1: conversation that's unique to an individual. So it really ties into your whole name and philosophy of the company and the team and the evolution of the service.
0: There was a little bit of design behind all of that. That's right. So so um, the truth is that that there really is no substitute for the relationship that a person has with their doctor. And all this does is extend that. Um, it really is in the voice and um, and with the logic of the physician, as if the physician were asking those same questions of you.
1: That's that's great. Uh, so. What do you think about HIMSS in terms of uh, where technology is evolving and the implications for I mean, we're humans and we're learning to deal with all these different technologies. So how do we tailor it to the needs of the individual?
0: Well, I think that at least what I've seen so far, I haven't had a real chance to go throughout the whole floor, which takes a long time, mm-hmm. by the way. Um, but HIMSS is, as I think it's always been, and that is a real juxtaposition of two things. One is established players, right? that are just continuing to either preserve or expand their footprint. The EHR industry is a great example of that and the the entrenched players there. But that's juxtaposed against real innovators in in the market that are doing really innovative things. And I think as you you see this major trend towards value-based care and the need to know how patients are doing between visits, the patient being an equal part of, of of the care process is now going to really be what we feel is a tidal wave of change um, for uh, for technology companies and who's working with whom um, and we're beginning to see that shift. So I think the innovations um, are really going to be uh, be uh, taking a front seat at the uh, at the conference this year.
1: You know what I'm seeing? I'm seeing a lot of tailoring technologies to the different health literacies and. Uh, interests and, and preferences of, let's say, seniors or 75-year-olds or, or younger disadvantaged populations. So I've seen a lot of tailoring and personalization of the technology throughout the, the efforts here.
0: Well, you know what's interesting about that? We've actually learned um, something that I think is really um, quite important, and I'll share that with your audience here today. Um, and that is personalization to a person's own needs and issues and barriers, concerns, is very, very important. But when it comes to literacy, when it comes to simplicity, simple language, clear language, quick language, get to the point quickly. I don't care whether you're talking with an 85-year-old or a 15-year-old, there is no tolerance um, for unnecessary language and questions. So that simplicity doesn't have to necessarily change between those populations. Just make sure that you're delivering it as absolutely quickly and simply as possible. And that's that's what we do. We try to remove all of those unnecessary barriers. No additional login. No need for the downloadable app. Um, make Make the language very simple. Remove those barriers.